everyone. Welcome back to Quilt Cabana Corner. I'm Sandy Caldwell, and I will be your hostess with the mostest today. As you might have figured out, school is back in session. Yay! And now I can podcast again. Yay! (laughs) It's very hard to do it when the kids are home, as I'm sure you all might imagine. That is the case. So go grab your cup of coffee, your tea, your wine, your soda, whatever is your fancy, and come on back here and join me for some quilting fun. I even wrote an outline for my podcast today. I know, shocked and surprised, right? No one's more surprised than me. But yes, I did. I've got five areas to cover. We'll do a little update on life and vacation as I went to Hawaii and a quilt update, a little product review, a little book review, and where you can find me. So go on and get your drink and settle on in. So as I mentioned, the girls are all back in school. Amanda is back at UNH for her senior year. That's University of New Hampshire. Um, uh, Lindsay is back at the University of Vermont, UVM, and uh, she's in her sophomore year. And Leah is currently a senior in high school. So we get to do the college selection process all over again. I know you're totally jealous, right? (laughs) So we'll see what the year holds in store for her. One of the first things that the kids have to take care of as a senior in high school is having their senior photos done. And we started a little tradition in our family where we take the girls to Hawaii for their senior photos. And while that might sound completely extravagant, uh, we had been planning to go there anyway when it was Amanda's turn as a senior. And she did not want to have her senior photos taken at all. She was just, you know, I know I'm not going to do it. I don't want anything to do with it. And I knew that we needed one. So I had said to her, what if while we're on Kauai, which was the island we were on in 2015, I think, we hire a photographer and we do some family photos, which needed updating anyway, and we get your senior pictures done. Well, she was on board with that, of course, so off we went. And then two years later, as luck would have it, we had the opportunity to go to Maui and Lindsay had her senior photos done. So... Then it became, well, now it's Leah's turn, so where are we going to go on vacation this year? And we decided to go back to the island of Kauai, which is one of the most beautiful places on this earth. It's so green and lush and beautiful. It's it's, uh, not a huge island. There are plenty of things to do there, but you've got to sort of look for them. We did do, we were there for, I think, 11 days. And we split our trip between Kapa, which is the middle part of the island, and Hanalei Bay, which is at the very top. So uh, last time we went, we just stayed up in that top part in an area called Princeville, and we would drive down to the Kapa area and the South Shore. And that took a long, a lot of driving. It was kind of a lot, a whole lot of driving. So Greg came up with the idea to split the vacation into two different areas of the island and that worked out really great. And the best part is there are two quilt shops on that island. There might be more. I know there's a fabric warehouse discount store, but Kapaya Stitchery in Lahui is my favorite quilt shop. It is such a beautiful store and they have not only all the gorgeous Hawaiian fabrics, but the samples hanging on the wall. They have cross stitch, they have 
applique kits, sashiko kits. They've got everything you could ask for and the nicest ladies who are working there. So I was super happy to spend some time in there. And uh, you know what's good when Greg says, this is a really nice store. And I was thinking, yeah, it is. And I'm glad that you realized that. So don't look at the receipt for all the stuff I just bought. <laughs> I did get some quilt kits and a jelly roll, which I'm currently making a slice rug out of, and uh, an applique kit, another one. I had some questions when I went in there about the applique because I'm working on a Hawaiian applique kit. And it's needle turn, which all in all is a little bit difficult sometimes. So the ladies in there were very kind to answer my questions and help me out and even offered to play a DVD for me while I was there, which I didn't take them up on because I figured the girls were probably getting antsy, wanted to get going by then. But yeah, they were super awesome there. If you ever have the opportunity to visit, and I know some of you have because you've told me you've been there. You should definitely check it out, and you can check them out on Facebook and their website, too. They sell online, and that's Kapaya Stitchery, which is, uh, I'm probably going to spell this wrong now, K-A-P-A-I-A Stitchery, and that's in Luhui. So that was a great one. There's also a second quilt shop there called Vicky's Quilt Shop, and at the time that we went in, Everybody was kind of tired and hungry, and I felt a little bit overwhelmed having been to Kapai's Tree twice already. And the kits were numerous. Everybody was great in there. It's just a super small shop, so not as easy to sort of get around. But um, I, in the past, have bought kits from Vicky's, and that's also a really great place. So our vacation was so much fun. Lindsay uh, turned 19 on our Grand Hawaiian vacation. She always seems to have a birthday in the week that we're traveling. I'm not sure if she likes that or not, but I'd be pretty happy to spend my birthday in Hawaii. I don't know about you. (laughs) So uh, one of the super highlights that we did, the kids said it was the best part of the vacation, was an ATV tour. And we went way up into the mountainous area to a, a section of the island that not very many people have been to. I would say, I think they said only 3% of the population has even seen what's up there. And that's because it's on private property. And interestingly enough, I'll just give you a little background. The property belongs to, well, belonged to Princess Ruth Lillier County, who was Hawaiian royalty. And A lot of times what would happen back in the day in Hawaii was that people were land rich but cash poor. And that was what was happening with Ruth Liliokani. And so she sold all this acreage, tons of acreage, to a family called the Rice family. And they're a very prominent family in Hawaii. So at the end, basically when the last of the Rice family members have passed away, and we're talking about nieces and nephews now. And I think the youngest nephew, I think there's only two left. And one is in his 60s and one is in his 80s. That land reverts back to the state of Hawaii. And it includes a beautiful lookout spot. If you've ever seen the movie The Descendants with George Clooney and Shailene Woodley, they go up to this area to look out on the family's property. And it's basically that movie follows almost the same situation as Lily O'Connor's and the Rice families. 
And so our tour guide on that ATV tour is a local and very concerned about what's going to happen with that piece of property. So hopefully the state of Hawaii just preserves it and keeps it as it is because it's really quite stunning and, and we don't need to see any condos go up in that area. So anyway, that was interesting. That was one of one of the best things that we did. We also went and did a rum tasting at Koloa Rum. That was fun. I had a Mai Tai a day, of course, and each one was delicious, and I even kept a little rating system on my phone because I thought that was fun. And Amanda is 21 now, so she was joining me on my Mai Tai a day journey, and uh, we spent a lot of time at the beach. We saw a beautiful sunrise a couple mornings. Hanalei Bay was amazing for sunsets. There's a very famous pier that's been photographed there a bunch of times. And I'm sure you'll probably be seeing an art quilt come out of my photos from that at some point. And what else? We did Leah's pictures. We did a lot of shopping, did a lot of eating. We really just had a great time. And it was nice that all five of us could go because, you know, we don't know who's going to have jobs next summer and not going to be able to go on vacation. So we like to take advantage of that time for as long as we can. So while we were on vacation, of course, I didn't do much quilting. I did do some hand quilting, like like I was saying, the Hawaiian applique. I was working on that, and I'm always working on my little hexi projects. But things that I'm going to be working on uh, come the fall, so probably next week. Today's Thursday. Tomorrow, Leah is off from school, and Monday she's off from school. So things will get kicked up back in gear here at Quilt Cabana next week. I'll be rescheduling my lessons and taking in quilts for the long arm. I've had a little hiatus and it's been nice and it was kind of much needed. And now I'm ready to jump back in. And one of the other things I've been working on for an upcoming workshop that I'm having here in September are the slice rugs, the jelly roll slice rugs. Shabby Fabrics has a really nice pattern for one that looks like a... And it's not the oval. I can't think of the shape. I'm like a half of an oval. <laughs> I clearly have not had enough coffee today, you guys. Um, it's a slice rug. And I've been putting pictures of it on Instagram. If you follow me over there, I'm Quilt Cabana or Sandy Caldwell. I can't remember which. I think it's Quilt Cabana. Uh, you can see pictures, pictures of it. It's not the big oval one. It's almost like that oval's cut in half. So it has a flat side. And then it has the side that looks like an oval. I guess you would call it a slice, and that's why it's a slice rug pattern. Um, Excuse me, I've been enjoying making these. This is the second one I'm on. And currently I'm using my Jelly Roll from Hawaii because I'd like a nice, bright, colorful one. The first one I did was sort of muted browns and creams, maroons, and sort of like a cornflower blue. And all of that will go with my downstairs uh, room decor and paint. So that's where that one is going. And the first one I made, you know, I didn't struggle through it, but you have to read the pattern through and you kind of got to understand what you're doing. And that took some time. The second one is going by much faster. I'm happy to say. And I've just been working on that around dinner time or first thing in the morning when I get up. Uh, just kind of a nice, easy project. They're colorful. It does. It is working out more quickly this time around. So, and it's super fun to make, and you get a nice functional uh, project out of it when you're done. So, of course, that leads to I don't 
don't want anyone to step on it, but you know what? We make these things to be used and I don't want it to just sit there looking pretty. And it's cotton fabric and it's cotton batting and there's no reason why it can't be washed. So that's one of the main things I've been working on. The other things that I've been doing are art collages. I've been, I have done a few in the style of like Susan Carlson with the itty bitty pieces of fabric. And now I'm looking to go maybe a little bit bigger on the fabric size because they do take a while. So my grand project for this afternoon is to choose my photo and get that copied onto a piece of muslin or white fabric and the outline, the basic outline of what I'm going to be collaging, which in this case is going to be a goat. I have the cutest picture of a goat from the surfing goat dairy in Maui from two years ago. And the goat's face is just the most adorable thing. So I think what I'm going to do is do a fabric collage with that. I also have a really beautiful picture of the green church in Hanalei, which is a very famously photographed church. And I think I'm also going to be doing that. And I don't know if I'll work on them simultaneously. I may, because I'm keeping them to like eight by 10 or smaller sizes. I had one started of Lindsay, um, I don't know, probably about a month ago. I cleaned out my craft room and I actually just took it down off the wall. It was only half done. It was a lot of itty bitty pieces. And the reason why I felt like I wanted to kind of stop working on that was because I used the wrong color values on her skin. They were too close to the color that her hair was going to have to be. And I wasn't really seeing that at the time that I was picking and choosing my fabrics and colors because I actually didn't choose all my fabrics at the same time. Had I done that, I would have seen that, yes, I had lights, mediums, and darks for her skin, but they were going to be too close to the golden colors that I was going to need for her hair. So it pained me a little to take that down and stop working on it, but I also felt like it was a little bit fruitless because I didn't feel like it was going to come out the way that I wanted it to. And it was quite large. And I think that when you are doing photo collages with fabric, the way to go until you're super comfortable with it is a small project. And then that way you don't get discouraged. You get to switch between projects if you like. Because all these things take time. I'm sure as your quilting journey goes on and mine too, I think the one thing that we probably all notice the most is that everything takes a long time. It really does. There's nothing quick about it if you want to make something with quality craftsmanship. And to me, that's more important um, is to, yes, get it done in a timely manner, but also not to cut corners because you're putting all this time and money into your end project. And of course, you want it to look good and be good and last for years. So smaller is better, I think, is the way to go on the collages. That's what I'll be working on today. And I will also still be working on my Hawaiian applique. Uh, I use glue-based to base that down. If you've ever, I'm sure you've seen them. They're beautiful. They're usually made with solid colors on like a white background and it is typically 
a design that looks like you snowflake cut it. And remember making little snowflakes when you were younger and you folded the paper and you cut your design in and then you unfolded that beautiful piece of paper and it was a gorgeous snowflake. So the one I'm working on is a hibiscus and the new one that I purchased is a pineapple. And I actually think I purchased a pineapple one maybe the first time we ever went to Hawaii many, many years ago. And I never finished it because I didn't know what I was doing. So I bought a new one to start over. And I am a member of Blueprint, which is the old Craftsy. And there are quite a number of nice videos over there on Needle Turn Applique. So I'm going to invest a little bit of time and watch those and catch up on the class that I bought and continue to work on that. And let's see, what else? I Oh, I'm finished up my quilt along project. Uh, my students and I have been doing a summer quilt along last year and this year. Last year was the Jacob's Ladder quilt along. And this year was the Royal Star or the Sweet Tea Star. So those two quilt styles are one block quilts, meaning it's one huge quilt block that's like 60 by 60 or 80 by 80, depending on what you want to do. And uh, I think we've all finished ours up. I'll have to double check when I get back with my students next week, but I think everyone has pretty much finished, which means a lot of them will be coming to me to be quilted on the long arm. And I'm super excited for that because I love to uh, long arm my students' quilts. I know that they put their hearts and souls into it and worked on it here in the house. And I just love it. I just think it's so great. So... I just have to bind mine. (laughs) All that to say, I just have to put the binding on mine and I'm all done. So I don't know, maybe next week, who knows. I'll get it on sometime before Christmas though, because it might be a gift for someone. And the Step Into Your Art Challenge 2019 over on the Quilt Cabana Facebook page is still up and running. We are going into month number nine. So the August art challenge was the theme embellish. And I know, I think Vicki over at Our Creative Souls was working on one. My sister has been doing uh, non-quilt style art challenges. She adapts our theme to her knitting, crocheting, and other projects that she does, which is great fun to see. Kim Uh, from my hometown. She's been also joining and her sister and their friend. And for the month of August, I'm not going to get to my embellish one. I know that I'm not uh, just because it's almost the end of the month and I haven't even been home. So I will go ahead and announce right now, September's theme is going to be something new. September has that fresh feel. Don't you feel like it does? January, September, like the, you feel like you get new life in your blood or something. So that will be the new challenge, something new. So if you think you might want to join along, and it's certainly not too late, this is how it works. We basically have zero rules. That's right. Heard it from me, the creator of the challenge, zero rules. This is simply a chance and a space for us to express ourselves in an artistic way that may or may not have to do with quilting, but a chance to explore tools, techniques, and give ourselves a minute to breathe and be creative in any way we choose. So it is called Step Into Your Art 
2019. If you go to my Facebook Quilt Cabana Patterns Facebook business page, you can join the group there. We would love to have you. I forget how many people we have in it. It's a small group. Uh, We all just, you know, try our best, try to post some pictures of our progress. And then at the end of the month, so that would be September 30th, uh, by then you would just post your finished project. And I will be honest with you and tell you that I've not completely finished all of them. Sometimes it's just getting the creative thoughts and process out onto the fabric or whatever medium I'm using, and it's less about the finish than it is about taking the time to be creative. Now, this always ends up being a problem for me. I don't know about you guys. I have these great ideas. I can't wait to implement them. And then I rush myself through the process. So this is kind of the cure for that to at least get you thinking about slowing down and being a little more thoughtful and creative and free form with no rules and no judgment. It's a really safe, fun space to express your creativity. So I hope that you'll join on. We still have a good couple months left in the year. I'm not sure that we'll continue it next year unless everybody wants to. And or maybe we'll come up with a different kind of a challenge. If you have any thoughts on that, please reach out to me. Uh, You can reach me at my email or my website, which I'm going to say at the end of the podcast today, all those places. So I think that might be it about the quilting update, which is kind of a lot, Um, but it's fun. And that's what we love to do. So we keep on keeping on, right, everybody? So one thing that I did buy for the plane, I'm going to kind of lead this into a little product review. One item that I bought for the plane ride to keep my needle turn Hawaiian applique and my hexagons, which had previously been stored in a hard little square double-decker container that I love very much. It's perfect for bringing out to the pool. But because I was going to be traveling on a plane and I knew that I might have some time at the house in Hawaii, I wanted to bring two hand projects. And I wanted them all to fit in something relatively small that could go into my carry-on. So what I found was this adorable little, uh, it's quilted in its zippers, and it's the Yazzie Mini Craft Organizer. They have larger sizes, of course, uh, but that's not conducive to plane travel or car travel for me. And I, I think mine is hot pink, comes in all different colors. Man, this thing has so many pockets and like little goodies in it. It was absolutely perfect. It fits both of those projects and I could probably fit my Sasha Co. in there too. In fact, I think I did stick it in there. So it was holding three of my projects and it's small. It's probably, I'll say six by six. And I know that's not the right dimension, but it's something maybe, oh, you know, it might be five by nine. But it's small, small enough to bring with you anywhere. Tuck it in the car, tuck it in your bag, leave it in your living room so that you might get inspired to pick up your projects more often. It was really great. And I want to say that it was $30, which at first I was like, ooh, that's a little much for storage. But when I got it, I understood why. It's really well made. And like I said, it had so many pockets and zipper things. It just made the process so much easier. If you've ever stitched on a plane or in a car or in a camper, you know what I'm talking about. It's close close quarters and 
you really do need something small. And the other thing is that because it's quilted, it's a little puffy. So it also served as like a little pillow for underneath my applique, which is a nice thing to have. So I really, really, really recommend that product. You can, I see them advertised on Instagram all the time, and I will put a link on my blog to the one that I ordered. And like I said, I just, I can't say enough about it because it suited my um, needs so perfectly. And I have been eyeballing maybe a little bigger one, but maybe for Christmas, I don't know, maybe Santa will bring that to me. I don't know. We'll see. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and the second thing I want to talk about, we've talked about this before, uh, is the Everzone machines. I have multiple machines in my house, and I love them all. But my two favorites, of course, are my Bernina, which is currently being serviced, and my Eversone. And I think my Eversone is the Eversone 20. It's not the most expensive one. It's the one, like, a level down from that. And this machine has been such a great go-to. It's lightweight. I bring it out for my classes to do demonstrations. I bring it when I'm traveling somewhere where I'm going to be sewing for the day. My Bernina is heavy. It's big and it's heavy. This is small and it's nice and it works well. It's dependable. It's a really good quality machine. And I just want to say that, you know, I've had this for a few years now and I still love it. I love it as much as the day that I bought it. So if you're looking for a second machine, and my mom just bought one too, because she, while we were in Hawaii, uh, her machine was giving her some trouble while making the slice rug, because it's a lot of layers to sew through, and a lot of machines just want to, you know, make a nice little bird's nest at the beginning of all those rug strips. Not this ever sewn. It just is a workhorse machine. So I will also put a link to that. I bought mine on Amazon, a really good price. I think it's under two. I'm not sure about that because I haven't looked recently, but I'm almost sure it's under 200 and well worth your time if you're looking for a backup machine. You know, you will have to order um, a quarter inch piecing foot or the, the walking foot if you're going to be doing some serious quilting on it. And those things aren't expensive for this machine. So again, I would highly recommend that too. All right, on to a little book review. I have been reading a couple of different books, and I just chose three of them to talk about today. The first one is called Little Fires Everywhere. It's a very popular book club read right now, and it was fantastic. It was about a neighborhood, I think in Ohio. It's a shaker, like a shaker style neighborhood. And it's all about one family and a second mother-daughter who come into their lives and how their lives get all intertwined together. It's sort of like twists and turns. And it's a fantastic book. It really held my attention. And I would recommend that one. Uh, it was a great vacation read. Uh, it really definitely kept my interest. It was super good. And I think the name of that author is Lisa NG. I can't pronounce that, but it's NG. And I'll put links to all of these on the blog. The second book that I'm reading for book club purposes is Daisy Jones and the Six. And I'm almost done with it, enjoying it so much. It's in written in interview style. So it's fast chapters because it's just, you know, interviews with different people. So this is a fiction book and it's about a band in the 60s and the author is looking to figure out 
how they bro- how the band broke up basically it, through these interviews and it goes through the whole history of this band called the Six and then this young woman named Daisy Jones who you know she's like a drug addict but she has this incredible talent and how they all come together to form this band and then because I haven't finished reading it apparently the band breaks up so this whole book is kind of the chronicling this band and it's super interesting and it's written in a funny way and I just love the interview style of writing so that's fun and then the other book that I'm reading that's a nonfiction is called Genius Foods and that's by Max Lugaveri and this book is about um the genius foods that people should be eating for brain health. You might have seen him on Dr. Oz. My neighbor Heather has been following the plan in this book, and it's not a diet plan. It's just a plan to eat healthfully for your brain uh, for well over a year now. And she just feels so great from it, and she looks great. And I thought, okay, there must be something to this. So basically, his Max Lugaveri's mother passed away at 56, I believe, from something called Parkinson's Plus. And the plus part of Parkinson's is actually Alzheimer's disease. Now, his mother had no history whatsoever of Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. So this young man has made it his life mission over the last 12 years in conjunction with a physician to find out what environmentally caused his mother's mental decline. And it turns out it's all food related. So a lot of people say, oh, it sounds like the whole 30 plan or, oh, it sounds like this, but it's really not a diet plan. It has more to do with eating certain foods and combinations of foods to cut down the plaque in your brain that causes Alzheimer's and dementia And eating a lot of these uh, genius foods, which you can imagine would be eggs, almonds, avocados, uh, grass-fed, grass-fed eggs, I mean grass-fed beef, pastured eggs, um, basically taking all the processed out of everything. And eating in this manner has actually been shown to reverse some of these symptoms and slow them down. And if you read the book, you'll realize you know, some of the stuff that we're eating is just truly killing our brains. And so I've been doing, I've been eating these foods, trying to cut back my carbohydrate intake. And I am not a person who likes to cut an entire food group out of my diet because I don't think my body does well. I end up with headaches, stomach aches, you name it. When I try to cut some type of a food group out, I do believe that you need all the food groups to be healthy. Um, But this is just a way to show you that, you know, a handful of blueberries and almonds is definitely better than a handful of goldfish, even though the goldfish taste good and salty. Well, so do the almonds. Um, It's a very interesting read, especially if you're someone who's very concerned with dementia and Alzheimer's um, and the possibility that you might end up with that as we age. And in fact, Alzheimer's, because there's so many links to the food that we eat and this disease, it's actually being termed type 3 diabetes. So that kind of blew me away a little bit. But anyways, I'll link to this book too. I'm not going to go on too much about it. You can read it yourself if you're interested. But again, that one's called Genius Foods. So I'm also rereading 
Jack Canfield's The Success Principles, which is such a fantastic book. Uh, It's really just a guide to life, and it's fantastic. And I almost think I mentioned it last time, so I'm not going to talk too much about it again. But um, the book is so good that I'm rereading it. I think it's, you know, definitely a good guide for life. So all that being said, I feel like we're getting on here in time. So I will just close with where you can find me. And you can find me the easiest at www.quiltcabanapatterns.com. There's a contact form there. There's a newsletter join up, which my newsletter hasn't been out in a couple months. But again, we're back at it next week. So uh, you might see it later this week or next week. You can also email me at callwellsg at comcast.net. And that's C-O-L-W-E-L-L-S, as in Sandy, G as in Greg, at Comcast.net. So this has been episode of of Quote Cabana Corner, episode number 53. That's what I'm trying to spit out. Now I got to go find some more coffee. Um, I hope that you've all enjoyed it. It's nice to be back. I always say that when I start talking to myself in my car, I know that it's time to put a podcast out because I start talking to myself about things I want to share with you all. If you have any suggestions or comments about this podcast, please just let me know. I would love to have questions um, and I will answer them on the next one. I want to thank everyone who's listening and has been listening since I think 2009. So 53 episodes over, I don't know, 10 years doesn't seem like much, but I do feel like I've been with you for a long time. So I'm happy to be back. And I have one more thing I was going to say. What was it? Okay, well, I guess I've lost. Oh, um, iTunes reviews. So if you like this up, if you like this podcast, and you would like to see it continue, and you would like other people to enjoy it too. Would you be so kind as to go over and leave me an iTunes review? You can just leave me some stars or you can say something. Uh, You can also leave a review on Podbean, I think. So iTunes is probably better because that's the one everybody goes to to pick and choose their podcast to listen to. And I would be much appreciative. And I just really want to hear from you guys. So have a great day. Remember to slow down and allow yourself to be creative. It's allowed. It's 100% allowed, you guys. It is. I promise you. And go over and join our app challenge. I think that you will enjoy it. It's a, it's a great community over there. All right. That's it. I'm out. Got to go quilt now. Love you guys. Bye.